Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy The Dungeon House. Yeah, wasn't wasn't ideal. We're good. I'm, I'm in the regret stage of grief. Uh, at least yeah. you're past denial. That helps. <laughs> That's true. I'm no longer denying I'm in Seattle. I would just sit there and be like, this isn't Seattle, this isn't Seattle. You haven't got quite gone. You're like not to bargaining yet, but yeah, not bargain. I'm almost to bargaining. I I'm excited for you to to get to the bargaining stage. I feel like whenever I'm <clears throat> that's the one that I feel the most empowered in. I support it. Did you know you had Wells? Are we about to ready to start D and D? I'm ready. Okay. Hey, we're going to get started, guys. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So, Are we going to see people's faces? Kyle, you are you have a home now. You did say that when you were no longer <clears> home. <throat> you know, that's that's what I thought. Take a but, um, Kyle crib Seattle stole his house. It turns out I was going to have my computer set up, but um, I have, oh, I'm so upset about this. I have like this internet thing that I plug into my computer and it connects me to Wi-Fi. And that's missing along with my special hard drive. So... Oh no! Did you get sent up there, or is it just missing? It, like, it's missing. It's probably somewhere in all of my stuff. Okay, so it's probably not stolen. It's just not the location is unknown. Yeah. So when I have time on Saturday to actually fully unpack, I'm gonna try and find it. All right. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's made me a little upset. That makes sense. So hopefully by next week I have my computer up and running and we'll be on. Alright. With my face. Um, yeah. Uh, I actually think that today it's my turn to uh, to recap. Throwing it up a little bit. Just, you know, mixing, mixing things. Um, so, as a recap last week, <laughs> You all, we all start basically just right after the uh, the events uh, that transpired in the fight with the the goblins and the the uh, bugbear. You had found as well as Elia and Moss ran off to go try to find the last, like the the remaining survivor. Uh, the rest of you kind of explored about found some really strange garden gnomes buried on top of 
dead bodies. The dead bodies turned out to be vampiric, from what you could tell. Um, though they hadn't been staked or, you know, any of the telltale signs of dead vampire, um, they were starting to rot, which is very strange. Um, whilst exploring, um, Adelaide found a box that beat her up. Um, and I can't remember if there's anything else that you found while there. I don't think so. After that, though, uh, Baron and Ren made sure that those vampires were not going to come back. And um, uh, Moss and Eli were able to find that last little goblin running around. So uh, you guys all headed out, deciding it wasn't a good idea to stay there, which was honestly a good idea. As later on, you guys saw the um, the house burning behind you. Later on that day, uh, or that once it was became morning, I should say, um, you guys had made it to the town of Felnor, a beautiful, large city where both Opal and Adelaide um, grew up at, um, and. You all went shopping with Adelaide to, to Mosby's shop, um, going looking at some fine clothing. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. And you also um, went to her um, original abode, the Triquetra, just to, to get into touch with them. Um, You'd all been introduced to um, Azurius Brightor, which is uh, Adelaide's father. And he invited you all to dinner that evening after you'd all been able to take a, a rest. So where we're starting up now um, is about the time that... Um, About the time when you're all kind of starting to wake up, starting to make it back there, um, Opal, I will just for brevity say that you were able to meet up with your parents and you were, took your long rest with the Triquetra and eventually made your way back here to the Brightor <laughs> residence for dinner. You had a long rest? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you can all write down that you took a long rest. Um, Adelaide, right before your rest, uh, your father had a meeting with you. And in that meeting, to paraphrase, he, and you know your father, so you know kind of his, his quirks. You understand kind of when he's implying something. And he said that he was, from what you gathered, he was a little bit concerned about your party members and their level of refinement, in a sense. Uh, I hope that makes sense. They're not very posh. They they weren't, you know. You know his his level, his standard for what he would think would be traveling with his little girl, and so you kind of you got the sense from him 
that no matter what, he's still going to help you all on your 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 quest, especially you, uh, as you are his little girl. But definitely the amount of help that he can get you with traveling probably will be dependent on how well your party can impress your father. Okay. So knowing that and knowing that there's a dinner appointment coming up and not only any, it's going to be served in the private dining hall um, of the Brightor family. So, you know, only reserved for family and friends there. <clears throat> You're worried that this may lead to either a disaster or this could be the the key to to getting to LK a lot quicker than expected. So everyone's been resting in the in the same area. Yeah, it's kind of like the same line of rooms. It's all been kind of sequestered to the same corner of the estate, so that way it's not too far. Um, you though are in your own personal rooms that are a little farther away. After we've all completed a long rest, I would like to go and take a stroll down the corridor and do some knocky knockies and try to get everyone out of their shoes. What? It's facing the road, so she'll probably start with start with the opal, 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 and then a lion. Those two's got shot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Y'all got a shot. <laughs> opal. What's happening? I'm gonna walk up to your door. It's gonna be like. Boom, boom. Opal will be climbing in the window. <laughs> because you hadn't been there the whole day. Yes. So like, maybe like Adelaide like opens up the door and is like, they like make <laughs> eye contact like. As soon as like she's getting in. <laughs> it's gonna be like room. Corpse Bride as she. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, I was here the whole time. Are you coming in through the window or are you going out through the window? Oh, I was just stretching. You're just stretching at the window. Yeah. She's like hanging off the balcony. <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, dinner is soon. A very important dinner. And I... There's a little <clears throat> bit more complexities here. You see, my father wants to wants to ensure that those that use his steeds are of a certain caliber, so as to not sully his good name. And uh, he is fearful that perhaps some of our party members may not be very cultured, dignified, clean. Ah. Hmm. I was gonna I was gonna use a word that I know is not good. <laughs> well, anthropology. Anyway. Ah, not up to par. Yeah, yes. Um, well, I'm sure Opal would have at least gotten a leg up there by now. <laughs> She's like just posing on the, on the, the banister. I'm going to go and get a lion, let her know. Would you mind rounding up the... I'm sorry, I seem to have 
I seem to have encountered a small gnome. And <laughs> he's really fussy. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, I, I get it, yes. I'll gather up the others and, you know, I've taken a few etiquette classes. Maybe a few. To be expected. Um, yeah, I, I can catch them up to what's going on. Let's all meet together, I think, in the West Tea Room. West Tea Room, okay. The one with the pink cushions. Yes. There are several tea rooms. Yep, there are several tea rooms. East Tea Room, pink cushions. Okay. <laughs> West Tea Room, pink cushions. Um, It's like blue flowers, red drums. Okay. Oh, I wish I wasn't colorblind. <laughs> um. <laughs> then, uh, then Adelaide will take the gnome and she'll say, No, no, what's that? Upstairs for a second. Ah, we can't help you! <laughs> okay, thank you. Yay! All right, Opal, as you are gathering <laughs> up everyone else from their rooms, what would you like to do? I would, would like, like to, to finish do? my stretch first. It's a good stretch? Yes. <laughs> so you kind of pull it off. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I just... Let me finish this first, though. <laughs> I'll go gather them up. I, I just need to... That would do all Yep, yep. All right. Um, on my way to... Um, how many people are there? And I don't think I have time for that. Um, oh, it's just your party members. On the way to uh, Moss's room, I was. Can I? Would would my father tell me a dad joke so, to recall? Delay Moss's room by ten minutes. Okay, not Moss. I meant Malaya. Moment. We are not going to alliance. We are not going to alliance. We are going to Renz. We're going to Renz. I think Opal would have probably got lost and then would have found Ren through. Okay. Like you, you will go the wrong direction and it turns out it's just the next door over from from where you're supposed to be. <laughs> but you just like went a big circle. Yes, Pretend that you lost your phone. Oh, pretty. You had to check your notifications. I had to pull up maps. Google Maps. Yeah. All right. What would, would if my would my father have told me a dad joke for the road? Um. Do you what? Yeah. Would he? I uh, probably. Yes. Do you got one? No, you got one for me. You got one for you. Am I your date? <laughs> no. Technically. No. All right. I know the joke. Okay. Moving on. All right. I would have. Knocked, and then I would have taken my uh, javelin. Okay. And wait for the door to open. <laughs> As you're thinking, the, the door maybe opens like immediately, like you know, like you do like a couple knocks, like you don't finish your knocks. And Ren's like there, <laughs> kind of bored, not knowing what to do. Okay, I've just been with my javelin. Hello. Oh, it's for you. 
Oh, thank you. Oh. Not the javelin, it's the person on the line. Oh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Jokes aside, that's from my dad who says hello. Okay, moving on. Um, how are you with dinner etiquette? I think you're supposed to gather them up on, on a bar. You're not there, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm pretty good. Okay. Though I don't know how to use silverware. Okay. Well, personally, I've never bothered learning. Okay. So yeah, we I have just that. My hands. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I think we have some work to do. There's a training <laughs> in the West Tea Room with the pink cushions. If you would like to come with me to gather the rest of the crew, that would be much appreciated. Okay, sure. Okay, perfect. I am directionally challenged in this place, so do you know who's next? Uh, Nearby. Am I the first person you've you've gotten? Yes, I did get a little lost, so. Uh, can we get Baron? Baron? I'm sure he needs help. No offense to him. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay. Let's go get Baron. Oh, cool. Uh, Make a survival check. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. To see if you can uh, transverse this strange and foreign um, environment. Twelve. Twelve? Good enough. It takes you only a couple minutes. You're able to find his door. It's also <laughs> on the... It's the next door over, but you do the loop again backwards. We go all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> on our bases. Then we solve the puzzle. <laughs> you're standing in front of Baron's door it looks like every other door but you know it's Baron's for sure there's a little plaque outside that's been made it says Baron's room cute Baron's room yeah. no girls well should we do a cool knock um, sure. Okay. Um, I'll knock and then wait for Ren to do something. I'll add like little, like, like with like my, my fingers, like give it a little tap a tap on and the then, little mini block. Yeah. And then I'll knock, knock, bang. Knock, knock, bang. You guys will hear me. I'm in. What if he's not decent? I don't. I'll crack the door open. Is Baron's sitting there, fully just no shirt, no pants. He has like some underwear, but he's just like, "What are you doing? I didn't say come in." <laughs> and Ren will just just won't say anything, but just close the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's naked, so oh, we might have to get him. In there. Although he was just sitting there, I, I ah, okay. Well, I'm grateful for the little uh whisper in my ear, being like, "Don't you dare open the door." Okay, 
uh, I guess, full weight. Divine intervention on the fountain so that way she doesn't have to be scarred by <laughs> her divine sense. Yeah, divine sense. Evil and good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, do you guys wait for him? Is this gonna go? I think yeah. After a while, um, we'll like knock again and be like, "Are you ready yet? Can we come in?" Just still sitting in bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at all. He's still sitting there. He's actually like. Hold on, I got to, I, I, I'm getting out of the tub. <laughs> he took a shower. Oh, you got a tub? What the? We all have tubs. Yeah, everyone has tubs in their rooms. Oh, I never found my tub. <laughs> but that was, the, I thought that was the fish pond. Yeah. yeah. I already released my fish in there. Um, yeah, I guess Can we'll... come out of her door at this point? Because yeah, she hears the commotion. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll leave uh, into the hallway and be like, what are you guys doing? Over, just so you know. It's just, <laughs> we're all just right next to you. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Baron's naked. <laughs> we're doing a tea party and a kitchen <laughs> thing. <laughs> Pinky is still very shocked from the Baron is naked. Like, why did I need to know that? I mean, like, Monday? good for him, but like, good prop. That's why we're out here and not in there. No. I'll, at this point, I'll come to the door and open it, and I'll have pants on this time, but just still shirtless. What do you guys want? Okay, I literally just jump back on, and all I hear is Baron's naked, and he's coming to the <laughs> door. Look, didn't miss much. That's where we're at. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I, I would assume that's how Moss that's enters, how Moss this enters in as well. He like got up to go get some food somewhere. He went or something. The Moss, Moss literally turns the corner and just sees a naked bear and opening the door. <laughs> no, he's got pants on now. But he doesn't see that. All he sees is a naked bear. That's right. Anyway. I'll, as everyone comes, I'll say, okay, Opal has invited us. <clears throat> Maybe Adelaide oh, I invited her to invite us. Yes. We're having a a banquet of sorts in the room with the pink cushions. Yes, it's one of the tea it's one of the seven of the tea rooms with the pink cushions. Um yeah. Basically to try and paraphrase what Adelaide told me is that her dad ain't impressed with our dirty upcoming, so we gotta learn how to use them silverware correctly. Yes. And behave well. Behave well? What's that supposed to mean? Um, we're gonna find out. None of this matters. You be all fancy like. I just barely read. I'm like going to some class course on etiquette. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. You're ready to go. Um, while this is happening, uh, Adelaide, have you met up with Aliyah yet? Were you in your room, Aliyah? Uh, yeah. You would have knocked on the door the same way. Boom! Boom! Signature knock. Uh, yeah, Aliyah, like, one like, just, like, I freaked out when I answered, like, the door would have, like, flung open, like, is everything okay? 
yes, everything's, well, everything will be okay. Uh, how much knowledge do you have on formal etiquette dining? Um. Anyone? Or formal dining etiquette. I mean, I, I know you, like, don't put your elbows on the table. Oh, dear. I was hoping that you were well-read enough to, you know, have a little bit more experience. Can you come with me to get some plates? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can help you. That's good. I'm gonna go down to the kitchen and get some plates. Acquiesce. Um, cutlery and silverware and plates. Okay. Do you have your satchel with you? <clears throat> yeah. She's just gonna keep putting silverware in there. Okay. Tons and tons of different types. Point you're gonna be like, this is too much silverware. She's just gonna keep going. Is it which which satchel are you putting it in? Yours. Yours. Well, yeah, no, because I, I I have two. Oh. I purchased one at the beginning, which was the refrigerator one. Oh. The refrigerator satchel. Yeah, so you you can be putting it in the refrigerator satchel, or you can be putting it in like the like Elias like book bag. She'll put it in your book bag and then put like a a big bowl of Jello in your refrigerator. But not big, but big jugs, Jello, marmalade maybe. You see, like on the the Jello container. It says, um, like taped on the outside, it says, for strawberry jello cake for tonight's dinner, uh, don't touch. She does not take it. Uh, is there any other jar of food that looks like it's a little bit more... You see a, a mini... Strawberry jello cake, though, that's already been pre-made, so that way the design could be tested for tonight's dinner, uh, sitting next to the large portion of what you would assume to be the main... She's looking for everyone to be able to practice using their spoons to scoop in the proper direction, which okay. is away from yourself. Um, you probably think the best way to practice right now would probably just be water. Excellent. So that way it doesn't leave a mess. Just take a jug and... All right. Let's go, Alaya. Uh, Let's go, Adelaide. Alaya, you can come. <laughs> Let's do this. We can do this myself. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. With with this happening, as you guys make it there and are able to kind of set up how things are, like have a mock dinner scenario, and as the rest of the party fil filters in not too long after, um, would you like to describe what the West uh, tea room with the pink cushions looks like? So this tea room is one that Adelaide actually had helped design herself, which is why she invited all of her friends there so that they could be like, oh, what a pretty room! And then she could go on about where she found all of the fabrics and her favorite uh, person that does upholstery and, and the wood types and such and so on. But it's this large room, um, large glass light fixtures, um there's three of them across the room and then there's a large uh a large um table with beautiful flowers and then there are three tables that are quite large and then uh chairs but they're cute chairs there's like little cushions and low backs so you have to sit upright um 
that they're so fashioned. So fashioned. So fashioned. So fashioned. On the on the, the chairs, you see a little emblazoned tag that says Supreme on Supreme chairs. Baron will go down and sit on one of the chairs next to the table and put his feet up at the table. Ooh. She just go to the tables and, and she's setting up enough for all of us to eat, uh, eat and she's just gonna like snatch his foot off. <laughs> and then she's going to be like, like that. And then like back of the hand setting up. <laughs> Opal's behind her. <laughs> what she said. I'm just kidding. Um yeah, we've we've got the bowls, the many spoons. Napkins folded up like swans. Adelaide, this is your element. Fine dining is one of the is like the epitome of upper echelon culture. And as you're looking around at your compatriots, you you don't seem as lesser because you you know they all have merit. They all have. Um, they all have purpose in this world. Though, well, as you're looking around, Baron's sticking his feet up. Uh, Ren smells kind of like fish. It's just it is what it is. You're you're getting a little just like, oh, this is this is going to be a big task. What you teach them right now is completely up to Adelaide. I I'm stepping back as um, in my role. And you take a couple of minutes to try to prepare your friends for the onslaught that's going to come. If you want to do any history checks or if they want to do any checks, uh, ask me. Uh, some of the things that you can figure out now may help you have better bonuses and better chances going forward. Don't forget to explain to them the seriousness of the situation and how this could affect the 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 quest going forward. All right, friends, take a seat. Thank you so much for gathering here with me today. And again, welcome to my home. It's a pleasure. Um, none of you have asked yet, but this room was in part designed by me. Um, but that thing, no worries. Uh, soon we will be dining with my father, and this will be a formal dining experience. Now, the Briders, we pride ourselves on formality, grace, poise, poise, poison. <laughs> we got those poise. <laughs> Sorry, um, and. This will play a big part in how much support we get for our, uh, our travels to our next mission. My father, you see, wants to support us, but he has um, an image to uphold in the community. He's not the ragtag knight that he once was. He's a man of, of society, and so he cannot be lending out his property to those that are not going to represent his name in the way that it needs to be represented. And I can blather on, but Basically, what I'm telling you is that we don't shape up and act like, you know, posh people, then our chances of getting the horses will dwindle. And I personally know that you're all very good at what you do. Um, and I'm beginning to see more and more through this journey that all of you 
are just as special as I am. Incredible. But we weren't sure our father that. So, um, my father. No, it's your father. It's mine. Um, so, uh, to begin, uh, how many of you have had experience uh, dining in proper company? Aaron's eating a bowl of jello already. <laughs> There's no jello. <laughs> Moss is going to look around and slowly raise his left hand. Oh, Moss, uh, tell me about your experience. Not much. Not much. <clears throat> if you need me to be all proper, I can give you a list of items that I need and I'm good to go. I can get you items that will help you be proper. Yeah, I need a a suit with a red, red top, red undershirt. Red undershirt. Give me a. We'll go with gold, gold chain on the left, and white gloves with cuffs. Well, after all this time, I did not know that you were a man of fashion. Mm, not a man of before. Not a, not a man of fashion. It's just sometimes when you need to look the right part, you need to look the right part to get something done. We'll talk more about this. A chain is a good idea. Um, let's begin. Uh, first, when you go to a dinner, a formal dinner, it's important to be wearing the proper attire. Uh, like Moss was saying, it formal wear is required. Uh. Let's see here. Uh, um, Pinky. Uh, this is fine. This looks good, right? She's got like a skirt, right? Like, uh, right it's, wearing her cute little sundress. Yeah, it's it's kind of for formal things. It's a little bit bright, but it is pinky. You think you might be hard pressed to get her into any other color. This this is good. This will work. Uh, Ren, do you have anything? Anything with uh, full sleeves, or maybe like a um, a proper hem? No. Okay, if, go for it. If um, you want, Hafanapar. <laughs> Hafanapar, would you like me to bring in our house tailor and maybe <laughs> we can, <laughs> we can uh, get the 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 group a little bit more, you know, uh, stepped up in their uh, fashion. Yes, we won't be able to make full outfits for everyone, but I think we can throw some pieces together to make this work. I, I'll let him know that we might be, uh, you know, putting a patch job. Patch job is great. Thank you, Papa. Okay. All right. All right. So, fire is good. Uh, we want to make sure that you bathe uh, well, behind the ears, um, and shave properly, bearing, uh, particularly. Need to make sure that you do that. Uh, any sort of weird smells? Come take care of those. Uh, okay, uh, we get into the dinner. Politeness, let's talk about etiquette. We won't have time to talk about everything, but, but I'm going to give you the basics. Okay, so when you arrive at dinner, um, you will be seated by, uh, by, uh, one of our, um, gosh, what's that word? Servants? And by one of our staff. That's a hangbird. That's a little, little less. Derogatory. Um, and pop quiz. Uh, the food is presented in front of you at that point. Do you eat it? No. No. Correct, Opal. 
Uh, you're going to want to wait until everyone has been served, and then you eat after the head of the household eats, which in this case would be my father. Um, number two, there will be a folded cloth ornament on the table. What is that, and what do you do with it? Anyone, anyone? Is that what you place on your lap? Yes, that's what you place on your lap. You will unfold it delicately. It's a napkin, and you will put it on your lap. Despite it being a napkin, you want to do nothing with it. Don't use it to wipe your face. Don't use it to wipe your nose. Don't use it to wipe off food. You will leave it on your lap and not touch it. Any How many bowls of water have you gotten down, Baron, by this point? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's just kind of sitting, just rolling his eyes. I think. Okay. I think he's um, attempting to follow along, taking the. I'm assuming an extremely large napkin for her and trying to put it on her lap like, <laughs> like it. It's, it's literally like you could you could wrap your. It, it's a quilt. <laughs> like if, if you need to make it through cold weather, this would be perfect. <laughs> Probably actually warmer and better quality than many blanket blankets. Yeah, that's not wrong. She might keep it. <laughs> it is it is embossed with like um what like A B for Azuria Dry Tour. So just know that if you did take it, um it is embossed with A B. You could add a C. Have... It's A B C well, I mean I mean, but we have a somewhat a seamstress because she was able to tailor, uh, what's his name, uh, Baron's shirt. Yes. Yeah, true. She is a seamstress. Maybe I don't know. We'll see what happens. We're not going to worry about it at the moment. Um, I believe we'll then kind of go through a tutorial, follow along tutorial of like, oh, this course is when you use these forks, and this is how you hold a spoon, and drinking water properly when to set it down, um, and kind of go through like what that would kind of look like. Um, what's it looking like out there? <laughs> um, I would like each one of you kind of to describe how you're taking this information. As, as Adelaide's presenting it to you. So Pinky is taking this as kind of like a trick, like a challenge. Like this is her chance to perform, right? This is a performance to her, like a, a chance to show, I don't know. Anyway, so she's taking this in like, okay, I've got to perform. Like, this is going to be cool. I'm going to be someone else. I'm going to be fancy. I'm going to trick her dad into thinking that I am a posh person. <laughs> So that's how she's Every taking prank. it. <laughs> Major prank. Um, I feel like Opal would have taken this a little bit as review because I feel like she would have learned a little bit, not as in depth, but basic yeah. etiquette. As I mean, in Theodorn sword fighting school, they definitely teach you how to be a proper knight, and so that was part of your curriculum: was how to be chivalrous, how to know how to be a formal diner if you're yeah. ever invited to, you know, the cousin, the nephew of the cousin of the king's banquet. Yeah. So I think Opal would have taken it as review, but still would have taken it seriously because knowing because she's from that area as K okay, that. 
thinks probably should take this pretty serious, but she'll still try to have a little fun with it, but still take it as serious as possible. But taking it as review, maybe some things are a little new. It's like, oh yeah, we skipped that part. Okay. Yeah. So it that makes sense. I think Rand would probably like be very earnestly trying to take it all in. <clears throat> But for being someone who's never like who's used to like eating off of a banana leaf, like he's like, uh, plate, which one is that? Um oh. <laughs> uh, cup. Uh like <laughs> like he's like like I work when Adelaide's like giving the instruction, he's like like his veins are like popping out of his head. He's like, <laughs> just trying to take it all in. <laughs> How's Baron doing? Um, Baron's just nonchalant about this. But he's doing it? He's... Not really. Okay. He's not following up? No. Okay. You can leave him to water, apparently. And you can't, they can drink on their own volition. But some of them don't choose to. You can lead them to water, but they don't drink down the right teacup. Yeah. So sad. They don't use the right spoon to stir their tea. Um, Aliyah. Um, I feel like, like Aliyah sees the importance to Adelaide, like how important this is to Adelaide. I feel like she's kind of picked up that this isn't as much like in her mind, it's not as much for us getting transportation as it is for her showing her father, you know, the, I guess the quality, the quality of what she sees us to be. Mm -hmm. And so Alaya would probably be taking as much as she can. I haven't like I feel like she would understand and know some of it, like like the general basics of like, hey, you know, when you go over to your, you know, friend's house or your your parent, you know, your uncle's house, you definitely you know, you know, you're on your better behavior, you eat more proper, you don't, you know, stuff like that. So she would be probably taking it a little bit more serious and seeing how much it means to Adelaide. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Moss. Moss, you're muted. Moss? She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Uh, well, this has been fun. I'm. Oh. Moss, was I muted? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Gosh dang it. Okay. In short, Moss just expressed that he will do what needs to be done. And a lot more words than were needed. Mm -hmm. Fair that was a great exercise. Like, oh, go ahead, Baron. Well, I'm just going to head back to the room. You can send the tailor that way or whatever. Uh, we'll all be meeting here so that I can approve your outfit. Uh, he, the fun part, he's just uh, as like, uh, you've all kind of had this second. Uh, he's been waiting. Just You see a, a, a looks to be a middle-aged uh, woman, um, 
her race uh, looks to be some sort of tabaxi, from what you can tell. Uh, and she comes in. She has like a very nice um, gown on, very kind of plumage at the at the sides, very formal dress. Um, and she has like this large briefcase in her hands. She comes up in and she opens it up, folds out legs from insides of it, and sets it up. And it's like a mobile, paler base of operations, as it's got everything that she needs to fix a wardrobe. So now, this is up to you guys. Each one of you, I'd like you to describe your character as your formal outfit um, OC. Like, what what spin are you going to take on the uh, the formal look uh, for you, you particularly? I'll start with Pablo. Pablo goes from having his, you know, bare chest and like animal skin, like trousers and his little cap, to having it all be the same, except he has a little bow tie now. It's very. It's kind of like like Magic Mike. <laughs> I love <that>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Risky. That's right, buddy. He's too late. Yeah, he is too late. <laughs> Just a boy! <laughs> Who would like to start describing their character? I'm trying to get in there. I think you should just call people. Everyone roll for initiative. This is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like you're excited to tell me. So, if you need a, a second to think about what you want your character to look like, then take it. Um. Okay. Opal will try. I was trying to look up ideas, but it's not working. Um. Um. Uh, I think she would ask Adelaide some follow-up questions. Like, so with this event. Would you say a full-length gown would be too much, or would it be just enough, or um, half, calf type of length? For dinner to the ankles is fuller. Okay, so full length. Okay. Well, it doesn't need like formal, just more like the length. Length. Okay, and then you said sleeves, which modest. Okay. Um, Opal would request nothing fancy, but um, I think she would, you know, the dress that fits would be a Princess Fiona type of look. Yeah, like but the not green, the color, not the color, not the color, the dress style. Kind of like that straight, straight cut down to the ankle. I'm, I'm just seeing a green dress. I'm sorry. No, but it gives you the image of the <laughs> style. So straight cut. You have a square neck, maybe a little arrow down, just like Fiona's, whatever. But she would like it to represent her colors so like a silver and orange uh coloring yeah but not an orange not not door hinge orange it's just like highlights orange where it's kind of more of like a silver and white mixed dress going into it mm -hmm. all right fair enough yeah sounds... and then maybe for this leaves down or some some type of seam has the triplexer on it 
Yeah, maybe it's like emblazoned on. Not, no, I don't want a belt. Oh, not on the belt. Maybe like the shoulders. Sleeves. The, the neckline. Yeah, the neckline. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Very so nice. It's in that, so it looks kind of Celtic, but. Okay. All right. But not cheesy. No. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm ready. Pinky. So I'm picturing for Pinky. You know those cute little toddler dresses? They're oh, like yeah. very high waisted that have the tulle and they're a little bit sparkly. Like oh. the little <laughs> <laughs> too cute. You know, with the little tie in the back. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's kind of what I pictured for Pinky. And of course she's gonna I don't know, would they give her a different like big witch hat than the one she's wearing, or are they just gonna say no hats? Uh, that's the question. Are you going to try to wear the hat into this or not? Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> because she's trying to pull a trick, she's trying to perform, she will ask Adelaide. Is the hat full or should I not wear it? I think if it was anyone else, but you would be distracting, but you wouldn't pull it off. I feel like this could be this could be good. Not buying it. Instead, she's going to <laughs> just Never mind. kind of as big. She's gonna have like a big like flower hat. Oh, that's awesome! Like <laughs> like the like derby. Yeah, yeah. The like it's the eighteen hundreds, and you literally have like a pheasant just plastered front of the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big flower, like yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the kind of more like the the Southern Belle style of hat. I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 And she's also gonna have cute little. What? Oh, I was gonna say, is it literally like a big flower? It's just a flower. Like you know, it's like a big like tulip like on her head. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more like a sunflower shape, so it's kind of like a. Like a flat, like I don't know, almost like she just I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then she's gonna have cute little pink shoes that like are typical fairy like curl at the end. Little bells. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I remember the distinct outfit, but less tight is Fiona's Shrek Two Dance with Prince Charming shiny dress, but not that shiny. Just a little bit less shiny. I, I I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna wear this. Uh, You're not wearing a shirt. So, <laughs> so, uh, if it means so much to you, Adelaide, you can send the tailor to my room, and I'll figure out something later. He's right. He's right here, and, and we still need to role play and then leave right away. I'm walking to my room. Can I smite him? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. D and D. I'm going to cast whole person. I could just see like as as you start walking out, I could see Adelaide's face go from like her normal, like very light skin to like boiling right there. She's just like, like a 
I can just see you being like stressing over this all day, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. He goes to leave, and it, it becomes too much. Um, you must succeed in a wisdom saving throw. Rules are terrible. Yeah. Well, you are frozen. You are held. What does this say? At the end of each of its turn, a target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a success, the spell ends. Um, but until then, you are paralyzed. Yep. And I can still hear you, just so you yeah. know. Oh, no. I want you to hear me. She's going to usher the tailor over to you, and she's going to give instructions on how to make you just a nice, well-fitting blouse. That's it. Lego blouses for women. Pants. Yeah. Not libre. Like uh. But yeah. we know from experience that you look really great in a nice flowing style. You know, from like you used before. Yeah. When you destroyed before. So she's just gonna. Maybe it's just a nice tailored top, and then maybe she's gonna ask him to like. I don't know. Maybe shine your shoes. Like, just, just bare minimum. Like the bare minimum for Baron. And while she's gonna be room for some nice trousers. Yeah, yeah, some nice trousers. And then while she's got you paralyzed, she's gonna ask Pablo to shave your face. So. Oh, well, that would have happened a lot. Like, I feel like that was a lot of that would have Just like the, just like the. So. Paint up the neck. Just so, yeah, get, get your neck beard. This is what's gonna happen. I think that, so the tailor is world class because, I mean, you're very rich family. Um, so. The clothing with this health personal work, um, I will allow you, if you don't want them to shave you, Baron, to make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, to, to try to break free. Uh, what's the save I gotta make? Wisdom. Well, what's the DC? I got 15. You are dressed up now, but they haven't. You see Pablo's kind of tentatively coming with you with a straight edge razor. He's like, Pablo, you touch me, you die. He like slowly like puts it on the ground and backs away. So you went in. Well, okay. Listen, I'm... let's all, no, 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 please, like, we need to, like, we need to practice. I need to make sure that you guys are good after we all just get dressed. This can be quick. He's already gone by this point. That's fine, everyone, we can practice. Does anyone else want to share, like, what they... Is, is Moss dressed up yet, or is Moss gonna come in later? Uh, this is the time that you would like to describe. If there's anything other than like what you described earlier for what you want for Moss to look like, now's the time to say it. And just mind you, this can be the clothing, but it could also be accessories because that's yeah. also a major portion of this. So when you guys see Moss, sort of, I want to explain Moss because I have a good, I have a good thing for Moss, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see Moss, looks like what I explained earlier. He's got the suit on, right? He's got the gold chain on the left side. Um, he's got the red undershirt to the suit. Um, Adelaide would recognize the style. Very similar to like Torvu. Like, where am I from again, Chase? Tortuva or something like that? Uh, Totovna. Totovna. Very similar to like the elites on Totovna type of a look, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, as well, Moss has gotten his beard, like, um, wrapped. Not wrapped, but, like, like braided out. Braided with, like, gold, like, little um, rings in it. With his hair slicked back. Awesome. Like, he, he does not look like the Moss you all know. I almost imagine that you've gone for the top hat as well. Maybe not. That might be a little bit too much. But it's a it's he a has pop. he has the top hat as an accessory, but it's not on at the moment. Yeah, you have it underneath the arm with the the white gloves, almost like a dueling cane on the in the other hand. You look like <laughs> the muffling. <man. laughs> oh, he or wants the, the cane. Guys? He wants the cane. The cape. Can it be? A, what's the peanut guy's name? Oh, Mister Mister Peanut. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I love that. I love Moss. He's so cute. So when here's here's what I'm thinking. Okay, he's it's gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be like a tuxedo or like a suit, but it's gonna be like kind of a long sleeve. I mean, a dark color palette, long sleeve shirt that's kind of tight and like a high collar that's like kind of like buttoned right there. Um, it's got like a, a little strip of like patterned fabric on like the pocket. Yeah. And then like half of the shirt is also just that pattern. So it's like kind of oh. in half and then like kind of tighter, um, pleated pants and then they kind of like, end like halfway up the calf Yeah, and then slippers <laughs> on the bottom. Like the- like the George Washington style, like <laughs> no, not like pantaloons, but like yeah, I, I drew a, I drew a, a pretty okay picture, and oh, I love got, like a little cap, like a little chapeau on there. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. I love like the the two tone uh, two tone shirt. Yeah, That's a awesome. two tone shirt. I don't think Ren's really into it. He's but... like really uncomfortable right now because you've never. Like had sleeves before, yeah, and they're and they're like the French cuff. You're yes. like, what's going on here? And I imagine the tailor is like, mm, you know, like this would work perfect for you. And Ren's like, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> just squeezing into this like tight shirt, you know. You um, like can't put your arms down. Yeah, I'm like, uh. <laughs> you already get the little hat. <laughs> the sweaty yeah, arm. Tacos. The tacos. <laughs> In a little hat. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's Ren's look. Oh, goodness. All right, Aliyah, I think you're last up. So, Aliyah probably at some point would have approached uh, Adelaide and kind of been like, um, I don't really have any type of formal wear. I, I didn't think we would... Um, be doing something so formal, and I'm not a hundred percent sure what's appropriate. Oh, well, you're in luck because I've already designed a few outfits for you in my head as we've been adventuring. So I've got a few looks if you'd like. Trust me to give them some instruction. Yeah, I would trust you. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, it's a it's a pale blue gown. Ooh. Yes. Um, with uh, not baby blue. It's like pale blue. Pale blue. Jane blue. Yes, like a beautiful pale blue. Um, a very, a very flowy skirt. Um, 
and it's got like a tiger bodice but then the sleeves are kind of the not puffy but like the what is that called not the princess cut but it's like um yeah it's like a flowy yeah they're like flowy it's like silky yeah so it gets to the top yeah and it's like a cinch. And then it's like with like pearls. So like a little pearl clasp here and like a bunch of buttons up the back. Ooh. That's a little pearl belt. Sounds beautiful. That does sound beautiful. Very nice. Now, there's one more person, Adelaide, and that's you. What are you going to wear to impress your your father to try to help bring up the rest of your group to to the, the, the pinnacle of Upper echelon fine dining. Here's a few yellow dreads from that she got from, from Mosby. Mosby. So she's gonna like be keeping her eye out for it to arrive. Yeah, definitely. He's already got there. It's 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 gone through the the processing system that you have. Um, quite easy. It's already hanging up. Uh, you have a rack for just the new clothes in your bedroom. Um, so that way you know what's that way you can catalog it, put it into your 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 um, your system. Sorry, my little gnome deleted all of my no. work. Just right there. Okay, well, I'm not sure why he deleted them. Well, anyway, it is very nice. You look very good in it. Okay. Ready. With this. It's time to prepare yourselves. You all have gathered together um, outside the private dining room for um, the Brightor family. Um, Baron will probably show up a little late. He's going to show up a little late. That's okay, because we're going to go to break right now. Um, and while you're doing that, um, I'm going to. I, I, actually, I'm going to do that right before we jump in. I'll do, actually no, I'll do that right now. Uh, I'm going to send out the Owlbear Rodeo link. Oh no! Oh no! For, for this food day. fight, it's going to be a food fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so cool. Anyways, we'll explain the rules of what's going to go down when we come back. Ready? Break. Uh, break. Hold on. Hold on. Run. <laughs> Did you just yeah. hear about the plane crash that happened in Moab this week? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What? There was a plane crash in Moab. Well, that's not that's good. Sad. Yeah, it, it was the North Dakotan uh, senator. Oh, his, what? Uh, yeah, him and his entire family died. It's okay. It's okay, Mosley. I'm sorry, that was my bad. Oh, I'm baby. a jerk. I'm, I'm not nice. You want this, baby? Yeah, All right. Well, I think we're about ready to get started in. As you notice, the mu music has changed a little bit, and there's a battle map, which may make you think that you're going to be fighting someone. But <clears throat> with what's going to be going on coming up isn't necessarily a fight against a person. It's a fight against food. As most of you have never experienced how much food is presented in front of you during uh, a meal of fine dining where there's many different courses. So basically what this is, how this is going to work is you will be given 
options for food. And it'll be placed before you and before your character. And if you are to survive, you must consume the food in the best man way possible. Um, and not, you know, run out of hit points per se, in a in a sense. Basically, think of it how how well can you put down food? And I want you to know you can be creative with this. You guys are fourth level D D characters. You have magical powers. That doesn't mean like all you have to do is just like simple things. Be creative with your class features to figure out how to deal with this. Basically, the food, <laughs> the food options. <laughs> Basically, the food options are enemies that you need to be able to beat their AC and kill their hit points in a in order to devour that that food. If not, penalties will be brought against you, and they will be able to attack you. In a sense, you get to choose what you fight, as you get to choose what you eat in this course meal so be careful your choices <clears throat> all right as you all enter into the uh the dining room um you are led by azurius brightor already seated across the room uh you know is the mistress of the house your mother adelaide um she does not look impressed whatsoever you can probably tell that you're not only trying to impress azurius as much as her, um, with how you act right now. Um, Adelaide, do you remember what your mother's name is? Aya. Aya. Aya isn't known for her soft spoken words. She can be a little hard sometimes. And so with what you're doing, remember you are being watched always. Keep that in mind. Still be very creative, or else the food may get the better of you. All right. Where would you like to be seated? Um, I imagine that as they're as they're starting to walk in, Adelaide's probably like jittery because like she's she's still like not, like, very, still it's like, like not there yet. Yeah. They're putting me by the door, and Adelaide's like counting everyone off. Like, no, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Moss crawls onto the table, starts laying in the food. Moss would like to eat everything. No, he's, he's just gonna Scooby Doo this and just like uh, stick his tongue out, put all the things on there, and then roll up his tongue. Actually, yeah. is Adelaide gonna sit us? Because if she's not making any moves, Moss is gonna immediately. Yeah. bow and walk in so like the there's servants uh you don't see them let, let me just ren that was actually a really good idea just keep making copies of pablo there, <laughs> there's servants all around they will help you be seated they'll pull out your chair for you and and put it back um yeah <laughs> i you but you need to choose which chair you guy you guys want to go to if that makes sense I'm Moss assuming that chair. Pinky's chair is blatantly obvious because of its size. It's a high chair. No, it's not. Like at the red <laughs> no, they're holding the high chair, like the booster seat, waiting for you to choose. Dang! 
Um, Did Adeline Mark, mention anything? As you go and you sit just right to the the right of Io, uh, right over. What do you what do you say, Moss, as you sit down? Do you is say everybody anything? else coming to sit down at the same time? Because we got to come yeah. in on like one movement. This is all. People sit next to her father, and come in and she'll just... kind of like uh, right here. Yeah, and she'll kind of maybe invite Elias to maybe sit next to her. I will probably sit next. Which to I me. imagine she's. Opal's sure. gonna sit across next to Mrs. Mistress. Right <laughs> here. I'll sit next to Ren because I think Ren has some lacking experience that bear. Please <laughs> also did guidance on you, Elia. I I'm going to walk up to um what was her dad's name? Azurius. Azurius. <laughs> I'll say Sir, is this seat taken? Gesturing to the seat next to him. <laughs> he says, uh <laughs> No, uh, Master Ren, you are more than able to be seated there. Any free seat is perfectly fine. A pleasure, and I will pull out the seat and sit in it. As like the the take my napkin on my lap. The servers are trying to like pull it out for you, and you just like like kind of like grab it and like yeah. We we have like little like. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I didn't know there'd be servants here. Uh. He's like, oh, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here. Yeah, Serving this is my chair. Sorry. <laughs> oh, were you wanting to sit here? Sorry. He's like, no, no, it's for you. All right. What's Adelaide's mom's name? Uh, Aya. 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 All right. When Moss goes to sit down, Moss is going to stand by the seat and wait for the servant to pull it out. Mm-hmm. And then upon sitting down, he'll be like, Aya, such nice servants that you have here. This rather is a pretty exquisite meal. I'm very thankful and impressed. That, that is Mrs. Bright or to you. Apologies, apologies, Mrs. Bright. No offense taken. And what might your name be? I, I'm sorry, I'm not acquainted with you quite yet. My name is Moss of New Tortuva. New Tortuva? Totovna? Yes. Quite interesting. You are very far from your home. Makes me wonder what my husband's company uh, that he's keeping nowadays is. Husband's company? Or yes. Do you mean Adam? My... What do you mean? Say that again, Moss. I just didn't hear you very well. Wait, did you mean Adelaide or husband uh her her husband she said that much to do with adelaide so if it involves adelaide it more has to do with her dad yeah interesting from what you can tell she's doesn't seem impressed with anyone here whatsoever right now that's fair not even me not even you i'm killing it he he really thinks the two-tone shirt is tacky to be quite honest. Uh, it's not my fault. Fire the tailor. <laughs> She's trying. She doesn't know that Ryan is at the peak of fashion yet. Yeah. That's that's around the uh, Aya is a little bit more of a traditional woman, you could say. Typical. 
I love how we got like hard rock, like metal music going on right now during the party. All right. Um, go ahead. Opal, sit down. Yeah. Opal, where are you sitting? I'm sitting where I am. Oh, you sit down next to Aya yes. uh, on the other side. I would bow curtsy first and be like, um, Miss, was it Miss, right? Lady. Or lady. Brightor? Right? Brightor. As you're like looking over to uh, Adelaide to like get confirmation as you're asking, Lady Brightor? And just like, Lady Brightor, it's a pleasure to be in my, your presence. Um, I am Paladin Opal Billies. Oh, Miss Opal, it's good to meet you. I've heard much about you from my connections with the Triquetra. It's good to see that you are able to join us this evening. Yes, it's a pleasure. Very much so. The pleasure is all mine. All right, Baron, about this time, I assume you made your way to it. What are you wearing as you walk in here? Um, so I will be wearing, um, instead of a very flowy uh, dress gown, or dress, what did you call it, blouse? Dress. Uh, it will be more uh, reminiscent of a military, uh, like, mm. formal attire. Mm. Do you got the medals? Uh, he doesn't have the medals because I'm but, presumptuous. Yeah, it's like a military cut. Suit. Military cut suit. Like, I, I imagine um, like the the buttons have, on the side. Uh huh. Like, he'll have like kind of a coat that comes lower. You can see it. He still actually carries his whip. On him. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously that's so cute. Sorry. Uh and whatever other hidden pockets that he asked the tailor to create, but um. So he'll have that, and then his, um, it'll be very, like, very simple, but nice and neat, and then with a pocket, his pocket watch will be, like, the chain will be, like, hanging, so it looks... It looks dapper. Dapper. Did you shave? Uh, he did shave. And he kept the mustache, but it's now, like... It's, like, curled up a little bit. curled it up with some wax. Slay. Baron slays. And I'll go take a seat next to him. Perfect. Um, no, I think the table is just too big. There, yeah. Pablo will, like, pull this chair back away from the table and that there's not someone be using it. One of the many Pablos in the room. <laughs> but Pablo is going to sit down. Pablo could sit down, but he's a uh, intern. And so... He is an intern. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Um, so as you all have been seated, um, you see in front of you, um, the way this will work is we will start with Moss as you are on the right of um, Lady Brightor and we'll go around the table until we get back to her. And during when she it's her turn, that's kind of when like the events will cue. And so <laughs> you guys can be kind of like 
for whatever choices you've made, that's kind of like the enemy's turn, basically, in this in this case scenario. So, as you always know, that was... It <laughs> might be. It's, um... What's your, your name? Like what's your name? I don't know. I just found... Isn't I looked up... Um, evil step witch. No, no. I, I looked up female noble D&D token. <laughs> I found it on Pinterest. Um, anyways, I definitely didn't steal it. Um, but this is... No one's seen them. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Anyways. So... Um, yeah, as you all know, at the beginning of a, a meal, um, the first thing, the first thing that is brought forth is uh, your choice of drink. Um, as each of your personal Pablos comes up to you, um, they offer you the choice of uh, three different uh, beverages. Um, The first one uh, on the list is the Westchester Fire Wine. The other one is uh, the Zubugi Coffee. And last is the Crimson Whiskey. Moss, what are you choosing? So, does Moss know these drinks well? Make a history check. History check. Ooh. That's not Moss's strength. Um, Moss got a five. They, they all sound like something that you'd probably gulp instead of chew. <laughs> From what you can tell. Oh, thank you, thank you. I don't know. And ha am I the first to be served, or did the lady? You are the first one up, so you don't. You can't like cue off of anyone else. Uh, read them off again, real fast. You got the Westchester Fire Wine, okay. the Zabugi okay. Coffee, or the Crimson Whiskey. Let's do the wine. Okay. Wine's usually a good choice in something like this. As he puts a wine goblet in front of you, um, uncorking the bottle. The first thing that hits your your nostril is kind of the scent of like almost charred wood mixed with a pungent um, fermented grape smell. It's it's quite nice. As he pours you a nice cup, he spins it a couple of times and sets it in front of you. All right. All right. Next up, Baron. Um, throughout our uh, time in this in this. Uh, Chateau. Um, mm -hmm. Have there been any portraits with uh, Lord Brightor where he's like sitting and there, you know, there's the portrait with a drink missing. Hmm. Ooh. Um, I would say do an investigation check for that. Almost a bad time. Uh, that's going to be a nine. Nine. You don't, you can't tell um, what specific, like as you're remembering of, of the various paintings of Lord Brightor, what drink he would choose 
in this scenario. Though you could tell from what it seemed, they seem to be um, a more dark complexion, mm-hmm. less like less probable, less probable than the wine, either the coffee or the whiskey. Interesting. Baron is a whiskey man, <laughs> but I also lean more towards the the wine in this scenario. It's a, mm-hmm. Wine usually pairs well with whatever we're having, but. Screw it. He'll do himself. He'll do a whiskey. Shot of whiskey. As he uncorks the crimson whiskey and pours it out, it smells similarly to hickory and hospital, as it seems to be quite strong in nature. Um, Though, from what you can tell, it also feels like, from just smelling it, you feel like it has the chance to boost your vitality. Just, you know, giving you that rush, that burn sensation. <laughs> Next up, Ren, what are you choosing? I'm gonna choose that <clears throat> that coffee that had a, a funky name. The Zabugi coffee. Zabugi coffee, that sounded yum. All right, as you see, I'm also play, placing many little tokens in front of you, signifying what choices you have made. They're so small. They're <laughs> tiny. Um, the man of the house will also choose the Zabugi coffee. I'll turn to him and say, excellent choice. (laughs) I I thought so myself. Um, It reminds me of when I was, you know, the good old days back when I was gallivanting all through, you know, uh, Zabobzwa, you know, conquering, as you do. And Ren will just be like, <laughs> not knowing at all what he's talking about. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Adelaide. Coffee before. Um, make a history check. I want you guys to know, no matter who you are, you still have to roll for all your stuff. Is anyone trying to get pretty much this music just... I only rolled a six. A six. Um, you are not much of a coffee drinker yourself. Um, you do remember your father talking about this as his time when he was a knight and he spent time in Zabobzwa. Um, being this coffee is famous for being in uh, from a, a small town, smaller town to you. It's it's still quite fairly large but a smaller town um, set on the coast of Zabobzwa. That's all you really remember it. You don't remember a taste or anything like that. Or maybe it's properties. Adelaide is always copying her dad, so she'll ask for the coffee as well. Okay. They're so small. I don't even see them. You gotta zoom, zoom in. Oh wait, why is it not? Yours isn't loading up. You might I'll be able to see him. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Alaya, it's your choice. <laughs> They're so small. <laughs> Alaya would be like looking at what Adelaide got. <laughs> And then just like looking at Adelaide and being like, oh no. 
choosing for your for your drink option <sighs> guys i am low-key like freaking out because pinky drunk and pinky hyper are not good things <laughs> <laughs> so these bad options all around um no if you if you want to you don't have to choose these drinks there there is a secret fourth option not so secret anymore. Not so secret. <laughs> but the question is, do you have the audacity to ask? And we all know what it is. Milk. <laughs> no, not milk. Tomato juice. Um. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is what Pinky's gonna do. She's gonna. Okay. okay. Um, so she's gonna look around. Is there any sort of creamer that comes with this coffee? Um, the coffee looks pretty creamy to begin with. Is is there some other cream she could put in it? <laughs> she just she just wants just straight cream. cream. <laughs> I have the coffee, <laughs> but take out the coffee and add the cream, just all the way up. But like, is there is there an option? Uh, yeah. There's always options. There's always Maybe. options. Yeah, yeah. Make a persuasion check or a deception check as you try to describe what you want your coffee to be like. Well, so what? What I was imagining, um, and if this isn't how it's being played out, then let me know. But I was imagining that they would like pour the coffee and then they would pour in the creamer, right? That's what I was picturing. So when. Um, this is like where they just bring you, like, like for the the coffee, like it's still piping hot. They brought it out from the kitchen to you and okay. stuff like that on well, like a, a gilded plate, a little saucer okay. dish. That's what I was imagining, but okay, if if that's what's going on, then I I yes, then that's good. But okay, well then I guess Pinky, Pinky has committed to following Adelaide to the letter. So, she's getting coffee. Okay, she's getting coffee. Alright. Um, Opal. But she's going She's going to turn to the waiter and she's going to say, can I get a glass of water too? Of course. 
I'm glad that you asked for the glass of water because I was really excited to get, show you guys the uh, <laughs> the um, the token for it. Fiji. <laughs> it's just a bottle of Fiji. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um, Opal, what would you choose? I would, um, <laughs> AC, Dablo, Sablo. <laughs> anyway, um, I would, um, be like, may I have the Aquapana? Aquafana. Yeah. Uh, of course. To water. But really expensive water. Yeah. They will bring you out a nice refreshing glass of water. Yeah. When we were at our fancy restaurant for our anniversary, I they said, would you like tap or bottled water? Yep. And I'm like, oh, bottled water. And then they we brought out... like they are going to bring out like Plastic bottled water, I don't know. Nope. Something. It was very expensive bottled water. It's like in it a was wine, wine no, uh, it looked, bottle. It looked like Are you have a like, little like ice bucket. Is yeah. Is this water um spark like sparkling water? No, it's plain water. Just plain water. Just plain water. Okay. It's don't worry, it has its own effect. It's just like everything else. Water. Um uh, Aya will also get the water as she doesn't like to drink this early in the, the afternoon. But maybe she will choose the wine later on. As just so you know, every time you have uh, the next course of meal, uh, your drink will refresh. So just keep that in mind. Yes. Um, so with this being the end of the first um, decision making, um, then we'll have you kind of role play your. Um, kind of taking damage and dealing damage to your stuff. So, for those of you who chose the wine, um, how do you want to try to deal with this? Drinking. Is there any special? Do you want to do anything special? Or just go, go. I think it was only Moss and Alion that chose it. Um, like Moss is just gonna sip it like a normal, normal rich person would do. Okay, make an attack roll. Just use your normal bonus to attack. What do you mean by normal? Like, what I would use for like a attack what you would attack. use for an attack, unless you're adding a special ability, then you have to describe how you're using that special ability in relation to this move. Okay, no, Moss is just gonna, he's gonna take it. Okay, um, roll for an attack. Ooh, 17. 17 will hit. Roll for damage as you slowly swirl your wine. What do I roll for damage? Your normal attack. Whatever Moss's regular, like your daggers or whatever you do, that's just the bit, that's just all you're rolling. We're just like, Using your normal D and D stat block stuff to kind of bring into this um, situation. All right, uh, eight. 
Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Um, you've gone through most of your um, your wine, but uh, haven't quite finished it off yet. As is at eight points of damage. Um, Alaya. If you just want to do a normal attack, that's all right. You can just say, I, I just want to drink it. Um, if you want to use any of your character's abilities, you can also do that as well. A lie. Oh, sorry. I'm like talking. Cause I was talking to Loki a second ago. He was barking at me, so I muted myself. So I'm talking to myself. Oh. So I have... I would like to use aid. Aid? <laughs> to give yourself a little bit yeah. more consciousness? Okay. I, I imagine of, yeah. for the most part, you're not really even drinking your alcohol. You're just kind of swirling it just so that way you can like... It's almost like you're doing it more as a conversation piece rather than actually using it for your... Sure. Aliyah would taste the wine. Yeah. Um... But yes, it would be more of a conversation. She wouldn't be like actively drinking the wine. Mike, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> has Ren been naming all these? Yeah. Okay. I'm running. I'm running out of names. I. That's my I've done every name. Well, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. roll your. Uh, I think. A, do you roll for it? Is it just a bonus five points of health? It's just yeah, it's just a bonus five points of health to me and three people. So who right. you choose? So I'm gonna do myself. I'm gonna do Moss, and I'm gonna do Pinky. Okay. All right. Write those things down. You got Pinky Moss. Uh, add five hit points to your your total for the day. Hey. All right, with the wine over, um, Baron, you're the only one with um, the whiskey. I need you to make, all right, no, you need to make your attack first. Make my attack. All right, uh, that's gonna be a 25. That will hit. Uh, roll your damage. Whatever you're, you you would usually roll for your how damage. Many, do we know how many courses there are? Um, you do not yet. So you may have to pace yourself a little bit. Uh, that's gonna be seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Okay, good to know. All right. Now uh, that's up, we have Ren, Mr. Brighthor himself, Adelaide, and Pinky. If you guys want to do attack rolls, let me know if there's anything special that you'd like to do. Um, I, Pinky, is going to use her actor's feet, and she's going to look at Adelaide and her mom, and she's going to mimic them. Oh, Not I in their like voice, but like in their actions. Right? And she's going to use the sleight of hand to not 
drink too much of the coffee, but like make it look like she's drinking it and enjoying it. That okay. makes any sense? That makes sense. Let's see if you can demolish <laughs> this coffee. I'll give you an advantage since you're using your actor feet to kind of see how other people like do they just yeah they like, kind of knocking it back a little bit or are they going a little slower? Yeah. That way you can okay. fit in a bit. Nice. Okay. I like that advantage. Um, that is a 23 to hit. That will definitely hit. Um, roll for All damage. Right. Uh, you could use your sneak attack if you want to. As yes! Let's use my sneak attack. <laughs> okay. Getting that water. That's going to be very useful. Trust me, that's going to be very useful going forward. <laughs> Twenty points of damage. You just decim- thirteen. Thirteen. You decimate that coffee, making it where <laughs> it can't do its effect against you. Woo-hoo. So that's how it works. All right, um, Adelaide and Ren, did you guys just roll normal straight damage? Is it what? Is it like with like unarmed strike or? No, this is just like whatever your base. Whatever you normally use. Whatever you normally use for attacks, use that. I, I trust that, like, you can use whatever's best for you. Like, if you have a better long range spell casting as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, your... you could use, like, one of your um, cantrips, per se. Um, if well, there's one. My heaviest hitting spell, right? You could use your heaviest hitting spell whenever you want. Um, if you do use like a spell or something kind of special, I'd like you to kind of be creative with how you describe how you use that spell in that situation, if that makes sense. But you are literally fighting this food. I got a 12 to hit the coffee. Uh, let me check. That will not hit Ooh. as you go to sip it and you burn your tongue. Yeah, it's still too hot. I... So we're all hot. You, you've, I don't know if you've ever even had coffee from where you're from. Yeah, you've only had cocoa. Like cocoa beans. Yeah, yeah, like ground up cocoa beans. Yeah. It's it's a familiar concept. Yes. We'll see. You just got a little excited, so. Um, Lord Brightor will also miss on his coffee as well. Um, he goes, oh, that's a little hot, don't you say? It, yeah. That, it needs some time to cool down a little bit. I, I just get so excited when it reminds me of the good old days. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> Those good old days. <laughs> just so good and old. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide, uh, what are you going to do? Oh, dexterity saving. Yes, it can. <laughs> okay. Um, it got a thirteen. Hey, well, it takes one d eight radiant damage. Roll, roll your d eight as you, um, sacred flame, your coffee, just to make sure it's the the most holy of lukewarmness before you start drinking. Four, four, plus whatever you normally add, which is your wisdom as a cleric. Seven points. You've almost finished this coffee off, but not quite. Um, with that, um, Opal and Pinky for your water, 
you don't have to worry about anything. It's just like it doesn't really do anything. It just it's there. As it's not a specialty drink. Yeah. All right. At the end of the conversation, uh, Aya Brightor is going to turn to you, uh, Aliyah, and ask, um, Aya, or Aliyah, I I noticed you carrying around uh, a good amount of books. Um, what's your favorite uh, literary author? My favorite uh, literary offer actually is is uh, is my mother. Uh, she um, she she writes books on uh, on on magic, and uh, she holds a rather high position of um, power in the uh, magic school from where I come from. Oh, and, and where is that? You can kind of hear in her tone, she's like, you picked your mother as your, your favorite writer? Um, she She's kind of probing to see how much volition does that actually hold. Um, I can't remember what the actual city's called. Oshta. Oshta, yeah. I, I'm from Oshta. I don't think I know where that is. Sorry, I've mu- it must be too small for me to know. No, it, it's I know it's it's not a very uh, a very large and popular. Um, it's the city of vigils. Oh, I did not know that the vigils were so large that they had their own city. Is it some sort of secret? Um, to an extent, I mean. There's no permitted, I guess, open travel, if that makes sense. Well, fair enough. I can definitely understand not wanting some company around. As she kind of turns back towards her meal. He's going to kind of look at Elia and be like, like, good job, thumbs up. Good job, thumbs up. Just keep it up. It's pretty good. Um, Okay. For those who have wine, which is Moss and Aliyah, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, as you still have the wine in front of you. Hmm. A constitution saving throw. What'd you get? Oh, pretty good, pretty good, actually. I got an 18. Yeah, so you are unaffected. Um, it was not able to take hold from you. You can hold your wine fairly well. What about you, Aliyah? I got a 21. Uh, you're still doing, you're also doing quite well, uh, right now with your constitution. Um, the wine, it's in some ways a little bit bitter, but it is also quite, like, sweet. It's a, it's a good balance of, 
an Oki afterbirth. I was just about to say that. <laughs> an Oki afterbirth. Too many office references. I know, right? Um, okay, those who have the Zerbugi coffee, um, instead of you, Pinky, since you were able to finish yours off, I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. I think that is uh, Ren, um, Mr. Pendler, and Adelaide. Seven. Is this uh, considered a trap? Ten. Um, it could be considered a trap. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I rolled the same thing twice. That's a 19. 19. All right, you pass with a 19. You got a 10. That is not good enough. So, <laughs> Ren, you feel this energy course through your body as you drink this coffee. You feel energized. You have two actions next go around. I'm stoked. Yeah. Um, Adelaide, on your turn, sadly enough, the coffee gets a little bit the best of you, and you're getting a little bit of the zoomies, you're going to not be able to focus in on what you're doing, and you're not going to have a turn. You're just like, you're like clawing the chair and trying not to move. Yeah. yeah. Cold sweat. It's not going too well. Yeah, your father seems to be holding down. Um, though, since, uh, Pinky, you got the water on the side. You don't have to roll this, but Opal and um, Queen Lady. Uh, Lady Lady. Aya needs to roll a charisma saving throw since they have the water. I pass. What'd you get? Went to two. You got 22. You pass. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank Lady Brightor did not get the 20 needed to pass. Oh. You can tell with choosing water. Uh, Opal probably did it out of reasons. It doesn't come off the same way. But if you choose water and you don't get above a 20 when you roll, that means you are affected with the boring condition. So you are now boring. She seems horny um, with her choice of drink. All right, next up is the choice on. Uh, I did I finish my whiskey? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you so much for reminding me. Yeah. All right, roll a Constitution saving throw. Your crimson whiskey. Uh, nineteen. You pass. Um, roll. This really won't come in handy right now. But roll 3d6 and add it to your HP. Oh. As you feel energized and you feel the burn go down through your your nice neck. <laughs> so just so you know, uh, on a successful save, the whiskey can give you extra HP. Next up though is the entree course. Kind of like the appetizers. You have four choices. Um, you have the bottomless bowl of sourdough bread with bread sauce. You have the Brightor house salad. You have cinnamon carrot cream soup. Or you have the Lenian fried fish. So these are appetizers? 
appetizers or the entree? These are like appetizers. This is not the main course. Um, I think we should change the music. That's just my vote. I love it. Okay, then we'll keep it. If anyone else really feels partially against hating this music, I understand. But this is being Adley's head. She's got the zoomies clawing at her chin. All right. Starting with Moss, what are you choosing between sourdough, bombless bowl, um, the house salad, the cinnamon carrot uh, cream soup, or the Lenian fried fish? Mm. Let's do the sourdough. Sa- bombless bowl. Good Wait. choice. As, yep. as yeah. brought out onto your plate okay. is a large sourdough cut into many slices with a dipping sauce what next to it. That? It's the, like, the cut design in sourdough. Oh, okay. It's a sourdough. Yeah, it's sourdough. Um, next up is Re- Baron. What are you choosing? Fish. Lenian fried fish. Good choice. Um, Chase, I, I do have to ask, what is up with this moon pie? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> it was like so small on Baron's plate. I zoomed in and I was like, moon pie. <laughs> That's spoilers for later. Not yet. <laughs> I had a lot of fun coming up with this, guys. I promise. Um, Ren, what is using for your for your appetizer? Okay, so is the fish looking like So, you know when it says Lenian, that means it's like supposed to be from Lena, like yeah. your home. Uh, it doesn't look like what you would per se say is a good fried fish, but you can say like they're trying. You know what? So, it's just a, a different preparation. I'll get the fish. Okay, good choice. Um, I think it went underneath you. There you go. Uh, all right. The man of the house will get the soup. No, I want to know where you're hiding all these. Um, there's no more. Uh, I, that was my test one when I realized it was too big, so I made it too small, and then I just couldn't <laughs> and find you it. you lost <laughs> I lost it, so I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm surprised that you found it. All right. Uh, Adelaide, what uh, what would you like for your your appetizer? You'd like to do the soup as well. She's gonna do exactly what her dad does. No, actually, she did want the soup. The carrot cream soup does sound pretty good. Uh, Alaya, what are you choosing? Salad. Salad. Good choice. Uh, Pinky, what would you like? You got soup, salad, bread, or fish? She's gonna go soup. Yeah, fair enough. Good choice. She's eating way too much salad. I don't think she's ever had um, an opal. What are you going to choose? The salad. Salad? The lady of the house will also choose the salad. All right. With that is your guys' turn to attack your food. Um, Moss, you are first. Um, anything specific you want to do against your bread or your wine is still on the board. Um, 
you might be able to try and knock that out if you want to. Um, I, I do, I was gonna maybe choose the sourdough. I wanna maybe somehow communicate to Moss to throw me one of his sourdough slices. Cause I wanna okay. try. I mean, you do have two actions. You could attack his during your turn as well. Oh, that's true. So when Moss goes at the sourdough, he's gonna slice it with an ice knife. Ooh. Yeah, like, use the spell like to, to butter it with like a cold knife. Oh yeah, give it a little chill. I like it. Um, roll for damage. Doesn't he make the dexterity saving throw? Is it just an attack roll? Attack roll. Oh, I rolled great for my attack. 23. 23? Yeah, you hit it. Okay. Let me let me actually get the stat block up for the bread. <laughs> there was a specific monster that I thought would go well with a a bombless bowl of bread. Got legendary actions. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did pretty good. Seventeen. Seventeen points yeah. of damage. That's actually pretty good. Um, a good wallop on it. Uh, where am I at? Find bread. Uh, that will be. You said seventeen. Yeah. It looks pretty well spent. Um, it's getting pretty dang close. All right, Baron, you are up. You have some fish right in front of you. I do. Um, so I'm going to look over at Adelaide and make sure she sees eye contact with me, and then I'm going to reach for the proper utensils and, like, get yeah. in there. You know that right? you, you start from outer and you go inner. Mm -hmm. And so you grab the farthest out, the, the seafood fork, which is the one that kind of looks like a, a right. trident, and you... Cut yourself some fish. Um, I feel like some somehow I feel like this is appropriate, but I don't know how I'd use it in this situation. But my bait and switch. You're <laughs> going to use your fighting style bait and switch. It, it does work. I just feel like it's appropriate because it's fishing. You know. You can also move one of your characters around if you want to. No, I don't know. I feel like you personally did like a bait and switch, right? Because Baron is rugged and rough, and all of a sudden, like, oh. He knows how to eat formally, so like bait switch. Just kidding, I don't know. Um, He's like, oh, am I gonna eat the fish head? Oh no. Anyway, so I'll, I'll, I I won't do like it doesn't really do anything because I can't add anything with a bait switch. So I you will add the damage, and I think it does the. Or is it, the no, bait and switch doesn't do anything unless you will allow me to roll a a d10 on top of it if I hit. Uh, it doesn't. What? normally do anything. It just allows me, it gives us an AC bonus. Yeah, you could use, that still may be oh, okay. useful in this. Okay, I'll um, do bait and switch and I'll food take... Food will attack you, too. Okay, I'll take the... Oh, I actually have a pretty high AC. They gotta be within five feet of me, so I'll give it to Ren. Okay, Ren? Ren, you got a uh, plus two to your AC. Not much, but... Good enough. Uh, and then I'll go in for an attack. Um... That's going to be a 19 plus 6 to hit. That, that will hit. Um, and since I imagine we're using utensils, I have a fork in one hand and a knife. So I'm yeah. going to use my other You're going attack to, yeah, as you're, well. You're going to uh, use your bonus action. Yeah, no, bonus just action. my yeah. dual wielding. Dual wielding. Uh, my dual wielding will probably miss, though. I got like a 9. That will miss, okay. for sure. So the first one will hit. Um, oh, sorry. Are you getting through me? There's more space than the first one. How much damage from the first one? Yeah. 
Uh, that's gonna be three plus four, so seven points of damage. You, you're, you're you're making your way. Can I bonus action use one of my materials that I typically have, which is salt? Yeah, yeah, of course. With, to, I don't know what that will do here in this situation. You want to salt the fish a little I'll bit? Salt the fish a little bit. Um, what an insult. Yeah, that it that may be a little bit offensive to the cook. But at least you took bites first. Yeah. So it's not as offensive. You you chose to that's that's actually proper salting procedure. Yeah. You take a bite first before you salt. Yeah, so I'll use I'll use just a pinch of, of salt here. Alright. Um I imagine that's Probably a dexterity saving throw on the fishes. Whatever you want to do. Sure. Here. It rolled a natural one. I could roll 1d4 damage. Okay. Uh, three points of damage. You just barely devour your fish nice. all the way. So you you clear the pallet. Barely. Um. Next up, Ren. You have two actions. You you feeling a little zoomy from that coffee? I am fine um, Zoomy. I'll say like that fish comes up and I like almost just instinctively just like go to just grab it, rip like, that meat off the bone. Um like you should know eat to dig the bones out. With my bait and yeah. switch, I'll I'll help him with that. <laughs> I'm I'm so close. I'm getting in there. But no, I I You're like you grab his hand and lead him to the floor. <laughs> this one. <laughs> I I get it. I will take a bite of my my fish. That is a 19. Uh, that just barely hits, yes. Okay. 19? Dang. This fish is tough. Okay. And then... Should I say... Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. It's just on the cusp of being finished. But... Will you try to go for the bread, or are you going to go for the fish again? You do have what? a. You do have a bonus action. You usually have your harpoon gun, which could be kind of like a long shooting knife. Is that appropriate, though? There is a fish. Knife. It could be appropriate in this it's scenario. It's a fish knife. Yeah, you could literally pull out your like long tuna knife. Not that one, actual fish. Yeah. Um, you know what? The bread just looks so delicious, though. Go I for go for it. I'm gonna go for the bread. Make an attack roll on the bread. Okay. Twenty. Twenty will hit. It's not hit hard to hit the bread. The bread hits easy. Okay. And hits then the spot. Seven points of damage. Uh, let me roll its thing. It's a bottomless hit, so that one actually probably may not be hard to hit, but probably has the highest AC or highest hit point. Yeah, highest hit points. So that was seven points of damage, you said? Yes, I think. Um, it failed its constitution saving throw, so the bread is gone. Um, I was using the stat block for a zombie, so it has the ability to come oh, back. It's like it's it's coming back like there. It's a bombless bowl. Anyways, I thought that was oh, hilarious. Thanks for the um, thanks for the bread moss. I really appreciate it. For sure. And then you said I can um, use my bonus action. Yeah, if you have anything else that you want to do for a bonus action. 
you do still have your fish and your coffee in front of you. Just be aware. Yeah, I'm going to go for the fish again. Okay. So I can just roll again, but I just don't add many bonuses, right? Yes. Typically how it works. 18. 18? For the fish, will just barely hit, as that is the 18. And then six on the dice. Man, this side of the table was able to clear their entrees. Yummy. And the other side do it. Uh, Mr. Brightor will roll to attack his suit. He does not hit as um, he's just, you know, picking his way through it. While he's doing that, I'll uh, try and turn the subject to talking about him. Yes. And about his experience in the war. The war? Yeah. Uh, the war. Let him. It was a long time ago. We, we did, you know, Many border skirmishes between Zabozwa and um, uh, Pokolosh was, was most of my experience, but I do remember the Battle of Enesikai continues on rambling. Um, you can see that his wife rolls her eyes, um, very much so. Um, Adelaide is not here. She lost her turn, though. She did lose her turn as her... Um, coffee got the better of her. She is, with a shaky hand, eating her soup really slowly. Um, Aliyah, I need you to do whatever you're going to do against your salad. So, if you'll bear with I so if I were to take a bite of my salad, is that, like, an action? Uh, like, not technically. Like, are you attacking it? Are you trying to reduce its chance of affecting you? Uh, your hip? Uh, yeah, so what, what kind of what I want to do is, and I because I've never been to a, like a super 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 fancy restaurant, but most of the restaurants that I've been to that like serve salads also have like limes to sque- to squeeze over the salad. Yeah, right. So I want to use chaos bolt and change it into acid damage for the acidity of the lime. I'm I'm good with that. I like that. You okay. know, take that that acid up in the salad. Make it burn as you yeah, eat right. it. Um so it's a 22 to hit. Okay. That will hit. Okay. And then it is a 15 points of damage. That will outright take out your salad. Oh, sweet. Pinky. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to do, Elia. Pinky, it's um, your Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, my strategy is the same, right? Just going to act like... Just going to watch carefully. The fancy people act like them. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Do I get advantage again, or was that a one-time thing? Um, that was probably a one-time thing. Okay. Cool. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh no, it was. Nope. You gotta like keep coming up with creative things if you want more bonuses. Right. So that's how okay. it kind of it's going. Cool. 
Um, I just have the brief image of trying to hide from my food. Because rogues hide, that's what we do. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think it's possible, well, but I'll think about like it more. Move where you like you drink it, but it's pouring over your shoulder, so it doesn't look <laughs> like initially like, like you don't have to actually eat as much, so it doesn't take it out as much on you. I like it. Sneak, make a stealth. Uh, you can roll your bonus action for a stealth. Okay, to here we go. Get advantage in. <laughs> Uh, that's an eight, so probably not. Let me let me do a perception check for the soup. Uh, yes, okay. the soup is too perceptive for you to be able to sneak it out. It's just you feel like it's going to be too much of a mess if you try to pour it out somewhere. Hide it under your plate. Hide it under your plate. It's just it's hard to hide soup. It really yes, is. yes it is. Okay. You can't really spit it out into the napkin things like that. Okay. Right. Um, oh, just roll a straight roll. No sneak attack since you don't have advantage on it this time. Okay. That is a 17. 17 will hit the suit, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, it will hit with a 17. Cool. Roll your damage. Uh, 10 points of damage. Not bad hit for, for a little fairy. Um, you're putting down the food. All right. I'm assuming the portions are fairy sized. Yeah, probably. I, I, it's just like a swimming pool of soup for you. <laughs> like jacuzzi. All right. Just so that way we can keep this rolling so we, we aren't here all night. Uh, we're going to move to you, Opal. Roll it. Do your attack in this Um. It's a 12. Sadly enough, that is one shy of the the AC for a salad. You will miss. <laughs> yeah, so you're, your salad's, you're just working your way through it. Yeah. Got a little distracted by the decor. Yeah. Trying to figure out all of Pablo's names. Pablo. Um, Lady of the house also doesn't finish her salad. Oh, All right. She's failing. With that, um, Moss, um, we're going to do your effects first. We'll go around the table real quick. Sorry that this is kind of taking a long time. Um, I need you to roll that constitution saving throw again. All right. Constitution saving throw. Here we go. Uh, what do I have to get to be successful? Uh, what'd you get? I got a 21. Holy fetch. You will be I successful. Um, you're able to, to keep it down. Baron, what did you, you get? 12. A 12? You will fail. Let me roll damage for you. You will take 16 points of damage. As you drink this Crimson Whiskey during this, um time of the mill it burns a whole lot more and um you can feel yourself take 46 points of damage not four d6 four uh 16 points of damage from four d6 anyway 
Bang, uh, Ren, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for your, your coffee. I roll for 20. 21. <coughs> that will save. You will get your extra action next time. Okay. Um, Adelaide will be attacked by her soup. Um, Not the coffee. Her coffee as well. What'd she get for a constitution save? Or her wisdom saving throw. Natural one. She loses her action again. As well as her soup um, will make... She needs to do a strength saving throw for me. 17 plus... I think she has a plus one or two? Let me see. Yeah, she will fit, succeed with a, a 17. Okay. So... The soup tries to grapple her, um, in a sense, as, you know when you drink soup or you eat it, it kind of makes you kind of sit back and want to just relax. It's very comforting, um, though she is able to keep herself prim and proper in this moment. Um, Aliyah, I need you to make a constitution saving throw with your wine. Oh, boy. Here and if you ever want to switch it out, just let me know during the course meal. 18? 18. Um, that is a save. You are okay. Um, the effect has not occurred to for you yet. Um, Pinky, you have some soup in front of you. Um, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Oh, yes! Okay, that's an 18. I rolled a 19. It does not grapple oh. you. All right. Good. <laughs> Opal. Yes. You are up. Um, with the salad, it will cast magic missile against you. Um, as it is fibrous, it just fills you up um, automatically. It just kind of does its its thing. There's not really much that you can do about it. Um, Energies are going through me. Yeah. They're just, you know, they make you full quick. Let me roll Shield. Unless you have shield or counter spell. I don't think we even yet. Not yet. I don't think so. You take you take nine points of damage as the the salad fills you up a little bit more. The lady to help will continue to eat her food. Um, at this moment, she is going to turn her attention towards uh, you, Pinky. So, um, Pinky, that's quite an interesting name. Is it uh, of uh, one of your ancestors? Was it passed down to you? or How did it come to you? I, of course, am not the first fairy to ever be named Pinky. Um, of course, there is a long line of wonderful historical Pinkies. Um, but um, I have to say, though, that, that the main reason that I was named Pinky is because I am... Um, she's going to spread her arms and, like, ta-da! <laughs> Pink, I would assume. <laughs> Unless my eyes deceive me. Well, oh, no. I do like someone who uh, defines himself 
not only by their actions, but also by the way that they carry themselves. And so I, I respect uh, you keeping the name of Peaky. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Next course. Um, you guys do not get to choose this one as the main course has arrived. Everyone is served the roasted pig in the middle. The roasted pig um, has a multi-attack and it is kind of a big bad person. So it will, I'll choose who I want to attack with it. Um, and uh, it's kind of a group effort to try to take it out. So keep that in mind. First up is Moss. All right. So if Moss is a vegan, does Moss have to attack? Uh, you don't have to attack anything. You could steal uh, Lady Brightor's salad if you want. No. If Moss, you... Moss is going to go for it. But Moss is going to heat it up a little bit. Okay. Fair enough. It, it's been sitting on the table uh, as decoration for a while, so it makes sense that you want to you show good courtesy by warming up the food again for everyone. Or he wants to make it... Because this is the main course, right? Yeah. Wants to make it look special, so he's going to do... He's going to cast Moonbeam on this fetcher. Moonbeam? I love it. Um, definitely do that. It will so have I, to make... I need it to make a constitution save. It will take damage on its turn. Does it do the moon, the that when that starts, or I think that's how it works. Oh yeah, when it starts. My bad. So yeah, when yeah. it starts, it needs to make a constitution save. Okay, I'm going to draw ourselves a little circle for so we know where our moonbeam is at. Nice. Radius of five feet is right there. Um. Also, Ren, thank you for covering up the one blank chamber. <laughs> All right. It, it will take that damage on its turn. Thank you for reminding me. Um, Baron, you are up next. What will you do? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go all out. So I will do uh, two-handed attacks. So I'll go with my knight, the proper cutlery. Yeah, you will switch to the larger knife, the actual main course knife. Uh, first one's gonna hit, maybe 16 plus 6, so that's 20, was that 22? Yeah. That will definitely hit. So uh, the first one will hit, and that will be, I'm gonna make that, uh, trip attack. Trip attack, okay. Um, to add on to that. That's going to be 11 points of damage. Um, and then I will also action surge. Okay. Um, and I'll go again with both my two attacks. Perfect. Uh, the first one's a 19 plus 6, so that should hit. And the other one is 12. That will also hit. That will also hit. Okay. So both those will hit. One doesn't get my extra bonus, but I will make both of those. I'll make one a disarming attack and the other one another trip attack. Okay. Or two disarming attacks. However you want to do it, just so I can add that yeah, extra, extra damage. Extra damage. So this is for the first one with plus four. Eight. 
9, 10, 11, 12, 13 points of damage on the first one, and then the second one is just going to be a straight 6 points of damage. 30 points of damage in one round towards this thing. I imagine that you are like, don't worry, I got this, and you cut slices for everyone at the table and kind of start portioning it out. Yeah, I'll start, I'll start portioning it out, make it look... Make it look real good, uh, and then I will bonus action uh, second wind. Okay, perfect. Get yourself a little bit health back from your your fight, your um, mm-hmm. your crimson whiskey. All right, Ren, you are up. You got two actions as well from your coffee. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to attack the pig. Okay, it, it looks like a good roasted pig. Classic. Um, I rolled a five. I'm going to spend a, a luck point because I have a lucky feat. Yep. To roll again. That's a nat 20. That will hit. Okay. Um, I also want to mark this as my favorite foe. That You can do that. And can I use my Colossus Slayer? It has taken damage. Okay. It has taken damage. So. I didn't know if this is a creature. Um, um, do I double it, all those dice? Yeah. I mean, it's all... It's damage, so it's what's damage is damage. So nat twenty, so you double all. Of and it takes a, and it takes a lingering effect. <laughs> Let me look that up real quick. Let's go. Where is it? Twenty six points of damage. Oh, good. That work. is disgusting. Good work in how well you guys are able to kill things. Uh, <laughs> it up. Me and Ren just <laughs> it's like the just, just tearing into grizzly. this this pig like like a wood chipper. Yeah. Um, where is it? Where is it? Well, there it is. All right, let me roll for the lingering effects on this. So as you're going at it, it ends up getting a broken rib. And so whenever it attempts to make an action in combat, it must make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. On a failed, it loses its action and can't use reactions until the start of its next turn. So you, you've crippled the big bad guy. Um, you said 26 damage? Yeah, I think so. You guys are doing some quick damage to this thing. Okay, with that, um, it is Mr. Brightor's turn. He's just, you know, enjoying the meal. He turns to you, uh, Ren, and points to the pig and says, you see that? I, uh, I acquired that pig. It's the uh, Dracu Fair Blue Ribbon winning pig. I don't want to brag, but I, I have connections over there in uh, Tepesh, and I was able to get this one up to us. I'll, I'll have my mouth just full. I'm gobbling it down. I was like, mm, blue ribbon. Mm. Is that? <laughs> very impressed. What would I know about that type of pig? Uh, it's a, like, it's, these pigs are bred and raised for, like, their purity of meat and, like, to almost like a show. Like, to say that you got one of these for your table is, like, an audacious amount of meat. Very He'll bite his tongue. Um, 
Adelaide lost her action again, so she's just going to sit there and stare deeply into her mirror that she's holding. Uh, Aliyah, it's your turn. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yes. So if I were to cast a spell that, like, like an area effect cantrip, right? Yeah. It, it, it's a five, like, so, like, and this is just trying to understand, I guess, more of what we're doing, right? If so, I cast this cantrip. It has a five foot um, radius. Okay. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. You create a momentary circle of spectral blades that sweep around you, right? Yeah. Can we just tone that down to be like just chopping up the meat? Um. It's still in the radius, so uh, I imagine it's more like you're using your spell, so you might want to position yourself in a point that you won't hit your friends. Well, I think I am right now, right? Yeah, you should be good. Uh, You should be able to hit the pig. So, yeah, just so you know, like, effects in some ways like that, like area effects... Like, if you cast Fireball on the pig, uh, it, it, it's going to hit everyone else in there, so. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I think my favorite Pablo version is Diablo 3. <laughs> it, it was just Diablo. I was like, that looks like something else. Yeah. So I made it Diablo 3. I like Pablo. Pablo. I like um, Micro. Micro is one of my favorites. What about Cameron Smith? Cameron Smith. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Cameron Smith. I would go check on the troll. All right. Um, what's your damage for Sword Burst? Um, I need to make a deck save. Oh, my bad. I must have not heard you. It got four. Yeah, so. Uh, I take six points of damage. That is sixty. Okay, with that, it's 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 you're getting about halfway through the pig now. Um, Pinky, uh, it's your turn. The soup's still in front of you, uh, but you also have the main course now. So what 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 are you going to uh, try to eat? Um, I think he's just gonna go for the soup. Okay, do it. Are you going to what? Are you doing anything special? Or are you just gonna try to attack it? Um, no. I'm just gonna, just gonna just go gonna, for it. Just, you know, sink your spoon into it. Yes. Uh, seventeen. That will hit. Uh, 10 more points of damage. Uh, that is enough to clear the soup as it is gone. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. All right. Opal? No. No. What you doing? I'm gonna eat my salad. You gonna eat your salad? Yes. 
and that is uh, 22 to hit. 22 will definitely hit. It actually hits the spot. It's the spot. It's very tasty. And then I'm gonna do my brain this one. Damage. It's only two points of oh, uh, six points of damage. Six points of damage against the salad. It's right next to a ten, but no. Yeah, you're slowly working your way through it. Oh, salad! You are my only friend. This lady is boring. Oh. It's the water. It does it to you. Um. All right. With that, it is back to Mrs. Brightor. Um, let's do people's effects. Um, Moss, I need you to roll constitution saving throw. You know, I've been successful this whole time. I will continue to be successful. Oh, 16. See what it is. You are still good. You're holding down your mind fine. I passed. What'd you get? Yeah, you pass. Um, add 3d6 to your health. Um, Ren, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 19. You are good. You got that extra action. Um, I need uh, Adelaide to roll. Uh, 7 plus whatever her thing is. Probably not enough. Yeah, I don't think so. It's a 15 for a wisdom save. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Um, so she loses that. Also, her soup is going to try to grapple her. She needs to make a dexterity save. 16 plus, I think it's a three. She's doing good. It hasn't grappled her yet. It's just, she's just Her playing. nerves are just. Yeah. Her nerves are too high right now. Um, Alaya. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Aliyah? Sorry, Loki's yelling at me. What's up? I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw is 17. 17. You pass. Yes. You have yet to see what the wine does. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Um, Pinky, uh, you just have water. Uh, mm -hmm. Opal, you will take the damage from your salad. You will take 12 points of damage as your salad's just filling you up. You're like, you kind of ate before you came to. So that doesn't help either. So you're not able to really put down the food that you need to. All right, at the end of this round, um, uh, Aya, uh, who do I want to pick on? Uh, she's going to turn towards you, Moss, and ask, um, so Moss, I noticed that your style is from uh, Nutatobna. Uh, it's a shame what happened to the old city, wouldn't you say? Uh, were you there when it fell? 
Mm. No, I wasn't there when it fell. Oh, you... I mean, you probably would have been just becoming a man at that point from... And presuming your age. No, I mean, no offense. No, no, none taken, none taken. So are, are you... Okay, go ahead. Yes. Are you originally from somewhere else then, or are, were you out of town when uh, the the great Marek Empire fell? How do I... How do I say this? Do you need to make a history check to know what she's talking about? Yeah, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Go, roll a history. But up, but up, but up. Uh, okay. 18 plus zero. 18. Yeah, 18's pretty good. So it's not uncommon knowledge, especially in New Tatobna, that around uh, 70 years ago, uh, Tatobna proper, the city, actually sank into the swamps of Botova. And the empire that ruled most of that eastern side of um, Yavna was lost from kind of that freak accidents that happened throughout that whole entire area. The, the, the city that you know as Nutatovna was built kind of on the outskirts of the old Tatovna. Um, old Tatovna is considered to be basically a graveyard that only people that like treasure seekers and people that are insane would go to, um, as it is widely considered to be haunted. Wait, I'm from a town of treasure seekers and crazies? Uh, and cutthroats and thieves, yes. Okay. <laughs> At this point, Moss would sort of look and be like, um, I was away on business. Sorry, my family has lineage back in Totovna. We, um, did quite well for ourselves as businessmen and Sadly, when Totovna fell, I was away on a trip, um, learning the trade from my, my relatives. Um, with the fall of the city, we lost much, but I... The family still remains to try and rebuild what once was. It's not not as successful as we thought it might be, but and it, it's, a, it's a little hard to think about. Uh, that makes sense. I don't want to pry too much into that then. Um, what is your family name? Maybe we have had correspondence or business in the, in the past. Moss would like to use his knowledge of the elite of the area that he has dealings with. Um, you know a lot of the people in New Tatobna specifically are shady. Um, there are some people that are not as shady. Um, one of the family that's, that come to mind uh, are the, the Durants. Um, they, they happen to be um, a, kind of an offshoot of the people of Zahovic that kind of moved into the same area, uh, bringing with them kind of their own culture. They're considered to be probably the most morally just there. So. 
the Durants. Oh, I, I feel like I've heard of that name before. I must, I must do some reading up on their their exploits. Uh, next time you visit, uh, I may be able to be more well acquainted with uh, your exploits. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I would love to further build this relationship if possible. Um, with that, it is the pig's turn. It has four attacks. Oh, um, moonbeam it. Moonbeam will happen. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. Yep. It, it got a 12. Okay, it's going to fail. All right. And so, 20 How much damage. <laughs> Sorry, 11 points of damage. 11 points. 73. It's getting up there. Um, it's going to focus it two of its attacks towards you, Barry. It needs to make a constitution saving It does need to make a constitution saving throw. A 15. It's good. Um, uh, silvery against... barbs. Can I use silvery barbs? Uh, yes, you against may. Against this pig? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. No, you have that. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> so it needs to uh, re-roll and take the lower roll. Uh, I re-rolled and got an 18. Or Dang. actually technically an unnatural 20. So. But, okay, but then it... Uh, okay, but then I also get to pick a creature uh, to have advantage on the next roll. And I will take that advantage. Awesome. That means that you will get your sneak attack next turn. As you... I, I imagine that you, like, spice the pig a little bit, like with pixie dust. <laughs> just to give it a little... <laughs> so that little pink coloring powder, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, Baron and Ren, it will attack you as you were the ones that ate the most of it. Yeah, Ren, uh, that two plus to your AC is gone now, by the way. Nah. Sorry. Eight will not hit you for its first attack. Cool. Well then, that will definitely hit though. Um, that is eight points of damage for the first for the second attack against you. Nice. Um, Ren, the first attack that will hit with like a twenty-four. Uh, the second one will also hit with a twenty-one. Um. That will be 16 points of damage to you. Ouch. As, as it, it fills you up a little bit. Um, I'm doing that like when you eat and you're like, man, I want to take a nap. It's like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving nap. <laughs> All right. Are you guys good to go a little bit past 10 if we, if we finish this up? Mm -hmm. We have one last course, and it's dessert. Yes, I'm good. We'll be quick. I know. Okay. Um, okay, you have the choice for your dessert. You have the moon, the moon pie. <laughs> it is shaped like a moon pie in the in the packaging, but has the symbol of Yalfad on it, as he is the moon god. Um, you have Grandma's secret cookie recipe um, that you could try to devour, or you have the strawberry jello cake uh, that was aforementioned. Um, we'll start with you, Moss. What would you like? 
Uh, let's see the cake. Cake? The the strawberry jello cake? Yes. All right. As you pick the strawberry jello cake, they wheel in literally a a gelatinous cube with a strawberry and whipped cream on top. Um, that is right there. Oh. Um, Baron, you are up. What would you like to choose? Well, I was going to choose the strawberry. But now that I'm looking at that, it just it, it literally is a gelatinous cube with just a little whipped cream and a strawberry on top. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll choose something else. Uh, what were the other two options? The moon pie and the cookie? The moon pie and the cookie. Uh, we'll do the cookie. Do the cookies. All right. Oh, where did my list go? I think I just lost everything. Hold on a second. All right. Cookies it is. Drag and drop. You have some cookies on your plate. All right. Ren, what do you want? I'm hitting up that moon pie. Good choice. That Good choice. Pie. Yeah, y'all fine. Y'all fine. Um, the man of the house will also choose the moon pie um, to respect his, his, his daughter's fate. Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, Aliyah. What would you like? Oh, you I would probably do the moon pie. All right, fair enough. No one else wants to choose the jello cake? You don't want to have another gelatinous cube in this fight? No. Fair enough. All right. Um, Pinky. It's it's literally pink. She has to take the strawberry jello cake. You know, cake. I don't blame you. has to. It's 100%. It's they big and it's it, pink and it looks delicious. They will it in and Zablo gets uh, eaten by it. He is literally insulated. Oh, right? They don't bring out um, like a pinky sized one. No, it's literally that size. It only comes in one. Wow. wow. Um, Opal, what would you like? Cookies. The cookies. All right. So, with this, we'll what have... Is, what does the Lady Brideor take? Um, she's actually going to uh, ask for the chef's special. Um, it was the one option that never came up. No one really knows what it is, but it comes out. It's I just imagine it as being like a sensor bar uh, over the food. Some sort of gray food. Sort of gray food. Uh, and so she's going to try it. It was the one thing I didn't get to have on the on the the repertoire it was going to be the bonus meal little thing that I slipped in but this is taking a little longer than I was expecting so um all right with that um going on I don't really know if we really need to fight these monsters because it is about time for us to wrap up um, and I know that Ren and my wife um, need to get going soon um, just to get stuff caught up and not too late. I also have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Well, yeah, you have to as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave it off here. 
Um, just imagine in your brains what it would be like to fight two gelatinous monsters covered in whipped cream and strawberries, as well as a killer pig. And uh, just so you know what the cookies do, the cookies are... So are we not picking back up? Oh, we won't pick moment? up at this moment. Okay. Just so you know, this was kind of this one offshoot. We're going to see how far we can get in this little uh, escapade. Okay. And uh, if we ever come back here for another feast, we'll have a different menu. Um, the cookies, Grandma's Secret Cookies, were going to work like the black pudding. It's Each time you uh, ate it and you still had a drink, it would split into two cookies. Because you know when you have a cookie, you can't just have one cookie. So you keep eating them, and you so, gotta have the milk. Yeah, and so you're like dipping them in the milk, uh, and they had like a a plus ten to hit because Grandma's cookies always hit good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they only did like one d four plus uh, one damage. But I I just want someone to get like thirty cookies in front of them, and so they're like just getting bombarded by these. Um, yeah, the strawberry gel cake was literally just a gelatinous cube. The moon pie, um, you would need to make an intelligence save of 18, or you would be charmed by it. Whoa. I'm already um, charmed by it. I don't know. It's you. <laughs> so, before we end here, yes. it sounds like we're wrapping up. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Based on the, because I, I don't know where you're planning on picking us back up, whether it will be more kind of roleplay-esque after this dinner, in the middle of this dinner, but without the combat, right? Yeah. Um, we've been in this dinner for a while now. Yeah. Looking kind of at this between Lady Brightor and the Mr. Brighter, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, is there, and like with Adelaide as well, is there tension between things? Like, is it like... Make an insight check. What's the room feeling like here because it seems like she hasn't talked to anyone on this far side like she just is not granted it's a big table but yeah she's not going out of her way to say anything um 11 it's not too hard to tell that there is some sort of tension between um the mother and the other side of the table. You don't necessarily know if it's with the husband. You think it might have to do more with Adelaide and her being here in in some regards. So follow-up question then. I know we're trying to end, so I'll make this good. Um, in chess, the most yeah. dangerous piece is the queen. Of course. Is that the same situation here? Instead of maybe going for the king, it'd probably be best to take out the queen in this instance. Knowing how much the king loves... He's not king, but still. In, the, in this, in this um, well, what we would say are, are allegory. Uh, you would say that the king here loves his daughter, the bishop with all of his heart. He would do anything for her. If she asked um, to figure out a way to teleport you guys there, he'd spend the money to do it. The one that's reining things in and being like, I don't know if I can let you do that because of your mother is because of her. 
she's kind of the wild card, the the one that you're going to have to kind of convince. So this dinner was not for the king, or not for uh, Mr. Brightor. It's it was for Her. Mrs. Brighter okay. to see if you all were worthy of their help. Interesting. Okay. Now with that realization, I hope you can turn this meal around. It's not been bad. There's been a couple points that she's not been too pleased with. And some things that she's been willing to deal with as well. But we'll see what happens next time. As we pick up with the more social aspect of what was going on throughout all this time. And with that, Dungeon. 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 Dungeon House. Dungeon House.